Hello and welcome to this episode of the Reset Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Mignot. Each episode, I bring on a really amazing Black woman because it's part of my 29 Days of Magic series where every single day I interview an awesome Black woman. And today, I am so excited to have Nikisha Beckford, who is the office lead for VML Weinar Detroit. She has an amazing story. It's going to be a great conversation. Take a listen. Hey, Nikisha. Hey, Laura. How are you? Oh, you know, interviewing people, doing a thing. Doing a thing, um, doing a thing. <laughs> so I'm so glad to have you on the show. First question is always the same. Answer is always hilarious. I feel like yours are going to be amazing. So, Nikisha, what was your first job? My first job, oh, oh, babysitting. You know, I was definitely, actually, you know what? I, I forgot. I was out here hustling these papers early in my days, trying to get that coin because, you know, I had Jamaican parents and they were not trying to give me money for anything, but I'm here trying to like, you know, I want my little bag of chips, you know, at lunchtime and all of that. So yes, I was delivering the observer and eccentric in uh, Southfield, Michigan, uh, probably what, like nine, 10 years old. Yeah. That was my first job. God, oh yes, uh, the Jamaican parents making you not do any. If you want something, pay for any absence. Yeah. So wait, how did you go? So wait, you obviously are from Jamaica. Yeah. Um, you all settled in Michigan where it's cold as brick. How Girl, that- I I literally every winter still look at my parents and be like, what were y'all thinking? Like, how did this happen? But we actually, our first stop uh, in the U.S. was in D.C. So my dad is an ophthalmologist and went to medical school in Jamaica, but then came to the States. He was recruited uh, at NIH and went into some specialties and retina and all and glaucoma and all kinds of cool eye stuff and um so we were there until i was about 10 years old and then um that's when he was recruited by a large integrated health system here in detroit called henry ford health system um and he's now the chair of eye care services and so it was really funny because when we came here it was like oh we just gonna be here three years for this little fellowship thing and it was just like wait like 30 years later, we still hanging out here. So um, indirectly, you know, Michigan has definitely become my home and I love it, love it. Um, but yeah, my parents get away every chance they can when um, these brutal Michigan winters kick in. Good Lord, because I, I know how cold, I mean, that is a shock from the lovely girl. <laughs> like it's it's real, it's real. I was like, ooh, especially this last week, we had like single digit temps no ma'am no ma'am i'm the one that keeps my thermostat at like 72 73 at all times my friends are like you want to be warm go to nikisha's house (laughs) (laughs) because you'll be fine there exactly i completely understand all right so you go from hustling selling um selling newspapers at nine to ten to being the big boss lady that you are now what has that career journey been like? Oh, my gosh. I'm like, how much time do we have for this podcast? <laughs> Not long. <laughs> um, I know. It's, it's been an amazing journey. Not, you know, without its ups, its downs, um, you know, and really a lot of uh, self-discovery. I remember I was watching like a podcast or a, a, a presentation um, uh, around sort of blacks in tech. 
Tech a couple years back and the the moderator was an Aquarian and I remember him saying something about like, you know, he was leaning into his full Aquarianness. He might drop an album, you know, next week, very multi-hyphenate. And I feel like, you know, my career has been a little bit of that, just really leaning into what resonates with me, what really has excited me, you know, also too, just where I've been uh, able to excel and really push the boundaries. So I've had a, you know, career on the client side and marketing and advertising. I was a corporate trainer um, with Brinker International and went around and opened macaroni grills across the country, you know, and then went on, you know, sort of the agency side. And so that's where I've been the last you know, probably about five, six years, you know, really doing everything from new business, client engagement, strategy. Um, But where I've always really found uh, I've excelled the most is really leaning into building relationships, you know, truly uh, leading from a place of of servant leadership and and empathy. And, you know, I, I really love where I'm at now because I feel like I have the opportunity to really bring together such a diverse group of folks. Uh, out of our Detroit office and really, um, you know, sort of push push feelings of belonging and inclusion and really drive, you know, some of that progress um, across the board. So it's it's been a journey, um, but I really have, you know, kind of stuck to, um, you know, just again, that relationship building, really being a servant leader, um, you know, and just focusing on, you know, inclusion, empathy, and, and you know, making sure people feel like they belong. You know, that's such a really important thing. I think folks don't realize what servant leadership is and what that actually means. And so I'd love for you to give your your definition of what it means. <clears throat> yeah. And it's something I think I've like more recently started to kind of just understand. Um, I was having a conversation with a mentor of mine. And, you know, he started kind of talking about that as we were looking for a leader for the nonprofit that I helped to bring to life at VMO INR. And, you know, just as we were looking for the qualities of this person, that was one of the number one, um, you know, just sort of personality traits we had is just somebody who, you know, consistently looks at their role as, you know, being in service of their people, the mission, you know, sort of the greater good, and really continuing to put that first, even when, um, you know, things are difficult, because we're going to be, you know, met with these challenges consistently. And, you know, I think servant leaders and and, and people who really uh, lead from that place of empathy and, and being in service of others are truly those that can help bring people together and, again, have that inclusive sense of belonging where, you know, a variety of solutions and things can, you know, just just really bubble up and, you know, I think just make us uh, better people and, you know, a better world. Definitely leaning into my Aquarian humanitarianness with that answer. <laughs> Uh, oh, so you're also, so you're an Aquarian. Uh, Aquarius. Your yes, yes. Uh, yes. When is your birthday? January 26th. It was just a couple weeks ago. Ah, um, so you are a full-on Aquarian. I am a Pisces Aquarius plus cusp, as in my birthday is in mm, nine days. It's 19th. Yes! Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Listen, and happy post-birthday. I love me an Aquarian, like through and through so even yeah, I, 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 
I, I read both of them and I always get the good from both and none of the bad. Uh, that's I know. Fun. I think I have like my um, like my rising. I think is a Pisces. So I'm also like will drop tears at like the drop of a hat. So like I'm a little bit of a non-traditional Aquarius in that I do have a shred of emotion, but I could also <laughs> be like cold as ice. Yeah, I mean, I I I can be extremely. I'm I I that's what I say. I take the book. I'm quite empathetic. I'm yeah a bit a, a bit of an empath in terms of I can yes. read people really quickly. But also, yes. I can be an icy icy bitch, ma'am. Like, scare, what did you say to me? And the thing is, no one knows how old I am, which is always I find hilarious because now I'm at the point people think I'm older than I actually am. I'm like, no, I'm younger than you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like, you're cute. I just like, I just scare you because I have a big, I have a big old title, and I wear yeah. so. a, a well-deserved big old title. Listen. But why? Thank you, thank you. Uh, so I love the idea around ser- servant leadership, but I'm sure you've had those challenges along the way. We are like, what in the actual hell? And yeah. how am I ever gonna get through that? So I'd love for you to share one of those moments where you're like, I'm never gonna get through this, and then you actually did. Oh, where? I mean, literally, as recently as you know, the annual meeting, <laughs> like you know, that I just hosted um, on Wednesday. So I don't know when exactly we'll get to air this one, but, you know, you know, basically two days ago. And, you know, it's it's the responsibility usually um, of the office lead to help orchestrate a local version of our global, you know, sort of all hands, you know, coming together to celebrate our people and our work and our business. And, you know, I really stepped into this already stretched and overwhelmed and but with a deep desire to do this right, especially for the people. Um, you know, we've we've all gone through a lot in 2022, just, you know, economy, business, all of the things getting back to, you know, normalcy to some degree. And, you know, having this meeting at the beginning of the year really allows for us to come together, you know, as a, as an office community, a work family and really, you know, root in where we want to go in the future. And, you know, we, you know, in Detroit, we're in a very sensitive place and, you know, and I just felt very unprepared and, um, you know, doubtful that I was uh, ready to rise to the occasion and, you know, I, I definitely leaned into what I na- naturally do, which is tapping, you know, sponsors, supporters, people I trust to, you know, just share some of my thoughts and where I wanted to go with the meeting and, you know, built upon their feedback and, and then just trusted myself. I actually have a tattoo I got a couple of years ago on my right forearm and it says, you know, mantra I try to live by. That's breathe, believe, achieve. And, you know, a lot of times when I find myself, you know, kind of in the um, place of, you know, that many black women find them in and, you know, high achievement, trying to overperform, you know, making sure you're you're on point at all times. You know, it's a good reminder for me to step back and trust myself and know that, you know, I have a track record of success. I have, you know, good intentions backed by a good approach to the way that I lead and the way that I engage. 
and you know it it was rocky it definitely you know had you know tech issues things like that but we lost power to the coffee bar like all oh, the no. things girl right i was like people need their coffee now but you know one of the most amazing you know things was to get the feedback afterward you know i got an email from a very senior leader you know in hr and the first thing that she kind of like outlined in her email was the exact intention that I wanted people to walk away from, which is that they felt included, they felt seen, they felt like they belonged, that like this very disparate group that we've now become in terms of all of these communities that, you know, our Detroiters are a part of, like, you still all belong here. And the fact that, like, she knew nothing about, like, my agenda, what we were going to do, the fact that she walked away feeling that, like, I did shed a few tears. Like, I shed a thug tear or two when I read that email. And so, you know, that that was, like, that feeling of, like, all right, I'm, I'm, I am ready for this, you know? And and really feeling um, that success. But the one other piece I want to highlight in there that is, you know, maybe not as as clear is like the value of sponsors and like, cause that's who I helped, who I leaned into and some of the things just to like, you know, just get feedback and just, you know, ensure you're on the right path. And I think especially as you're transitioning from, you know, maybe a, you know, a doer role, a more kind of middle management into more senior levels of of leadership having those sponsors that can you know, especially for those of us that haven't been able to be in those rooms and have that experience where we can't tap into that muscle memory having those sponsors really be able to support and guide and give that feedback like is invaluable so you know the trust in myself um is is definitely where I lead from but also tapping into sponsors I think is so critical for the success of you know BIPOC leaders especially black women and that was long but (laughs) no you are so right I think having people who have your back people who will go to back for you is imperative and people don't realize the importance of that especially when you're in these roles where folks you were on, you were on, you were on, you were on, you were on the stage. And so. Yeah, on a big one. And I mean, that's the thing, girl, like we, when I started, you know, we were probably about an office of like a hundred, just, you know, 120, 130. And we were just, you know, VMLINR. And now we're an office of like almost 450 encompassing, you know, our sister agencies, you know, that have become a part of the, you know, VMLY and our family. And, you know, we're in a very different place. And so, you know, was it was it was a very intentionally curated meeting. And I'm glad and I'm just so proud that the intention and the, the goal behind that was felt. I love that because I think that oh, that, and that's what folks need. Yeah. You know, empathy and curation are the kind of the two most important things that I think are key to being a really good leader. Where it's like you have to put yourself in everyone's shoes and then curate what you build so that people want to rock with you. Because yeah. Yes, ma'am. Like, because I'm like, like y'all, like people don't understand, like. We lit like all of these agencies have leaders, like senior global CEO leaders. And like, 
I'm here rolling up like black girl with a group director title, like, hey, we gonna come together now, y'all, because our people need us to do that. So, you know, there is definitely this like, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, um, message one of my my sponsors after because he reached out and was like, how was the meeting, you know? And I was like, you know, it definitely wasn't without its like anxiety inducing pressure. But, you know, that like they say, without pressure, you don't get diamonds. And so I really think that, you know, it just it was it was a real confidence booster for me, Laura. And I'm like just in reflection mode, too. So you're getting some of that very raw. But, you know, I'm really proud of what we did on Wednesday. You did that, um, girl. You did listen, that. Listen. And I love to see it. Like, yeah. listen. But, like, did it for the people. Like, you that's the, the thing. Like, that, because, again, like. For me, it ain't. It's not shit. Like, it, like it's not. It doesn't mean anything if it's for me. Like the, like again, the fact that people felt included, they felt like they belonged, they felt like, you know, we're we're going in a good direction. Like that's what mattered. Like that's what fills my heart. Love it. Now, obviously, you learn a tremendous amount along the way. Um, what do you think you tell eighteen-year-old Keisha? <laughs> what do I tell 18-year-old Nikisha? Um, one, that trip to Europe is going to be freaking amazing. And why has it taken you, like, don't take so long to get back there. <laughs> like, travel and, you know, prioritize that always. And I think... I would also tell her, you know, to tattoo this message on her earlier and always hold it in front of her as, you know, her North Star, you know, believe in yourself, like take a deep breath first because the world is crazy. You're going to get a world of information like, you know, we can often get caught in swirl. I know I definitely do. And, you know, believe that you've done it. You can do it. You have all the tools. You Or if you don't have the tools, you have the approach. And then go out and slay, bitch. Go and slay. Like, because you, you do. Even if it doesn't hit right the first time, you learn. And then you bring that to the next, you know, the next meeting, the next interaction, the next whatever it is. So that's what I would tell her. Like, Travel the world, meet as many people as you can, and definitely, you know, lean into your mantra. And eat all the food wherever you go. Eat all of the food, especially the Jamaican food. We mean. <laughs> Down with your supper. So, 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 yeah. so you have to, like, oh my God. Oh, oh my gosh. So. <laughs> Uh, it's important. It, it really is important. Like, savor it all. Enjoy yes, all the moments yes, in life. And yeah. you never lose. You always learn. There's always a lesson that comes out of that. Even if you're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that happened. Well, yeah. okay. Never going to do that again. Right, or, right, right. I'll go with my get next time. Or, yes. like, all right, I'll just, you know, do it my damn self next time. Like, Ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I love that question. Yeah, because now I'm, I'm really one of the other hats that I wear. 
um, is being the, you know, kind of chair of the board for the Detroit Experience Studio, which. Oh, talk about that. I love Yes, which was an amazing, yes. amazing opportunity. I joke all the time that, like, I was essentially voluntold for my third week at the company. And, you know, it's like when HR is like, the CEO thinks you'd be good at this. I'm just like, okay. Um, but you know what I say? He was right. You know, leaning into that mantra, like, I took a breath. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what y'all asking me to do, but we going to figure it out, you know, and we achieved it because, you know, on my birthday, on January 26th, we graduated successfully, you know, the 18 kids that started in our program, you know, in October and like, you know, just addressing them with, you know, like I gave them a, like a commencement speech. Like I just, it was thinking, you know, it's like talking to a little bit of my like 18 year old self. And, you know, I just am so proud and just like encouraged about how much as an industry, an agency, and just as individuals, we poured into these kids. And, you know, and I just am like, even on the days when it's hard and I want to look, you know, side eye and, some, you know, things I hear and see, I'm just continually grateful that I work at a company that recognizes the importance of this commitment, investing in it and making sure that they put the right voices and leadership in front and to ensure that it's done the right way. Because I think there's a lot around, you know, especially in 2020, everybody had their DEI initiatives and hiring their Black person and their DEI lead. And, you know, a lot of that has kind of fallen to the wayside as the challenges of business and, you know, getting back to, you know, things has, has um, you know, kind of implemented more and more. And, you know, just being able to continually rely on or know that we can rely on our company to continually invest and prioritize this commitment um, is a really good feeling because to stand in front of kids, you know, of need and and promise things and have worry that you can't fulfill those promises, like I have said, um, y'all, you put the wrong one in charge because I will not let you do that. <laughs> it's like, so when I say, you know, they were like, you know, you'll be perfect for this, Nikisha. And it's like, you're right, because I'm going to ensure you stay true to your commitment. And I'm just really proud that I, I haven't had to put my neck, my, my foot on anybody's neck too hard yet. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been an amazing experience. We continue to grow. Our second cohort starts um, in the beginning of March. Um, we encourage everyone to just learn more about us at DetroitExperienceStudio.com. You know, sign up, be a volunteer. We're really based in Detroit now, but we're continuing to look at ways to expand what we do, bring in, you know, spotlight speakers, 
We have a very big client in our backyard, so we know we get a lot of visitors often. So if any of our, you know, agency folks are in the Detroit area, reach out because we'd love to be able to have you come in, you know, meet with the kids so they can see it and be it. You know, that's part of our our uh, mantra that we kind of talk about is representation matters and, you know, the unique journeys of how people got into their roles, you know, really helps the kids see that there's you know, there's opportunity out there for them. And that, you know, just because they're interested in numbers doesn't mean they can't have, you know, a job in marketing and advertising. So um, I'm super passionate about it. It has been truly the the love I didn't know that I needed in my life. And, um, you know, just, uh, yeah, I just, it's, it, it makes me super proud. And like, I can't talk much more about it or I will start to cry. So on that note. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to come to Detroit and come say hi. Yes, you do. Like, I'm serious, Laura. Like, we are really, you know, I'm working with Walt as well, too, to try to get him to come out. Like, just again, from like a senior level, like black creatives. I've been talking with Kalita a lot, you know, like who helps lead, you know, experience design and on the Coke business, you know, with you, um, you know, out of our Atlanta office. Like, you know, so please, 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 especially the things you do around experiential is so native to these kids. We're actually trying to talk about maybe a Coke project being um, the focus for cohort two. Um, so Carhartt was the the client that, um, you know, stepped up to be a client sponsor for cohort one. And it was amazing. And so, um, yeah, like, please, please, please. We will roll out the red carpet for you, ma'am. OK, uh, if you if you were coming with a red carpet, then I guess I have to say yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then, then, then I know I'm welcome. You know, these are these are the things about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll figure something out and try and come. I'll, I'll try and come out this summer. Um, Lovely. Lovely. Um, so you do all this amazing work. You're this amazing servant leader. You are helping, you teaching the babies. What do you do for your self-care? Ma'am, right? Um, number one, I'm in therapy. Um, I feel like that's super important. Um, like I've been in therapy on and off over the years, but definitely in 2020, you know, prioritized that, um, you know, just I think adjusting and dealing, um, being a black woman, and I think especially for me being older in, you know, my career and on the spectrum of things like I was also embracing my blackness, I think, for the first time really in 2020. So I was also just processing a lot. So number one, you know, for self-care is is therapy because my therapist is always asking me, what are you doing for self-care, Nikesha? And I'm like, not enough. Um, and so at the tail end of last year, beginning of this year, when like life was really trying to beat me down, I was really diligent about trying to carve out those things. So um, I get, you know, put myself on a routine of regular massages, um, you know, just, you know, having, spending time with myself. Um, um, what else have I been doing? Like, I try to schedule, like, afternoons alone. So one of the other hats I wear is I'm a mom, um, a single one at that. Um, and so, you know, that can definitely be, um, you know, a lot of responsibility to shoulder. And so, um, you know, at least like once a month, I like to be like, okay, grandparents, take the kids, sleep over, you know, just so I can have um, some time. I'm a 
Um, a very extroverted person. And so I love people, but I do find that I need that moment to be able to like empty my brain and like just start to like process my thoughts. I would say, I think in sticky notes and keynote, (laughs) like when I don't have enough time to like empty my brain into like one of those two spaces, you know, it gets overwhelming. So that's been one of those things to have learned about myself recently that um, contributes to my self-care. So I'd say those are probably the the biggest things, but yeah, just always, you know, finding these moments to really be like, what does Nikisha need in order to be her best for all of, you know, her herself, but then all those around. I love that. What will be the best for you? It's the yeah. most important part about self-care. Oh, girl, what I forget? And traveling, girl, and being on a beach as often as I can be. That well, is you awesome. Well, you live in winter Arctic. Ma'am, winter, right? So like, yes. Now, last question for you. Um, do you have a give and or an ask of the audience? So this could be a piece of advice, um, a book to read, the thing you like people to do for themselves, anything you want. Ooh, well... Yes, probably. Let can I ask you a question? Really. What I know no. you're like, girl, you answered a question with a question. What would you say is like, you know, maybe like the predominant of your audience? Because I think I would ask different things knowing uh, who you wait, this will be a, this is a, a unique batch because I got a lot of different people who've never listened to the podcast before. Yeah. Because right? um, it's really yeah, like interesting content. So, because it's different, con- it's different content. I mean, generally the audience is people who are in business, marketing, yeah. entrepreneurship. Yeah. But, but also, no, have- you're a senior leader, and so I know you also have a senior crowd who's probably hanging on your, you know, sort of every thought leadership word. And so I think that's who I would direct some of this to, you know, is genuinely, genuinely take a step back. And think about if you're putting your people first. Because now more than ever, that is so critical. And it doesn't matter if you are a global CEO or if you're the manager of one or if you're just the manager of a project of people who don't even report to you. I just encourage everyone to take a moment in these, you know, next week, you know, next month, and truly ask yourself if you're putting people at the center of what you do. I love that. I absolutely love that. And it's so necessary. I love this. I mean, Nikesha, we're clearly going to have to spend a lot more time together. Yes, Um, yes. Now we have have officially met. Yeah, Um, I'm so excited. Because, like, we can talk forever but Girl, like I said the the amount of connection like the Jamaican-ness like just yes, all the Aquarian-ness like um, all of it all of it the take, black girl magic-ness like <laughs> I'm so here for this so yes I um, will be I'll be in your DMs real soon don't worry I know uh, but thank you so much for being part of 29 that did magic you're going to be inspiring so many wonderful people we're going to put all the details about the tour experience studio in the show notes so folks can find out more about it you are a phenomenal leader and i'm so glad we got to share this story with you on 29 days of magic thank you for being part of the show thank you thank you thank you and that is our show